I'm going to give you three different examples that you could have experienced as a child that would lead you to having resistance to money as an adult. Now, it's really important to note that our relationship with money is our relationship to power. And where do we come up against our first power dynamics with our caregivers and our parents? And here's the thing, money is neutral in and of itself. Now, I'm gonna give these examples, but there are no hard and fast rules, meaning that just because you experienced one of these things doesn't necessarily mean that it would have led you to resist abundance or wealth. For some people, some of these examples could have actually made them go in the complete opposite direction, which said, I'm gonna do everything that I can to have wealth and abundance and be successful because for them, it was actually a way of getting free from the control that was happening within the family dynamic. They never wanted to be dependent or feel powerless uh, to somebody else having that money over them. They wanted to have it for themselves. So this is not a black and white thing, but these are situations that could absolutely be unconsciously motivating the resistance that you have to money. Number one, your parents used taking away resources or an allowance of some kind as a form of punishment for bad behavior. If this is the case, you're growing up already in a household that's not really geared towards trying to understand you, but is much more interested in correcting bad behavior, which there's a lot of studies and research that shows what they call negative reinforcement is uh, not very effective. In fact, what it tends to do is create a core self-concept of shame over time where the person's self-worth and value is actually tied in with their ability to have things, whether that be connection, right? The punishment could be taking away emotional needs, um, not just physical needs, but we're talking about money here. So objects, things like that, our ability to have physical security. And dare I say, God, in really horrible situations, people could have their food taken away. They could have uh, be stripped of actual physical needs that like food and water, a bathroom, but it doesn't matter. If there is a punishment or a taking away of something, then there's not an environment of trying to understand and the identity will get very coupled in with being bad and that badness will be coupled in with not deserving and not deserving means I can't receive, I can't take this in because I'm bad. The second situation is something that's really common, right? A parent will say, no, you can't have something. A child will ask, hey, can I have this? I want this. No, you can't have it. And the answer is because I said so. This teaches somebody that you are the ultimate authority and that there's no way that they can actually get that thing outside of you. Instead of teaching the child that they're actually capable of creating that abundance for themselves, even if it's something that you can't afford for them, the unspoken message is you don't get to have what you want and need and there's no rhyme or reason to it and there's no alternative for you. This can really create a God wound, okay, because we tend to project the relationship that we have with our parents onto God and the greater universe and abundance or material wealth is no exception to that rule. You know, if we think about the first example, we might have experiences of feeling like we're being punished by God for being bad. 
And in the second example, we may feel as though, you know, there's a state of powerlessness that we are unable to have something that it seems like everybody else can have. And there can be a real feeling of defeat, like we're just never going to be able to have that thing. It's just not for us. And that's a pretty good indication that we're actually dealing with a trauma there and a limiting belief structure and not actually reality because that's objectively not what's actually possible for each of us. And the third one, and this is a big one, is people, a lot of people who grew up with having their physical needs met, a roof over their head, food in their mouth, uh, there's a resentment to the fact that that money never allowed them, whether it was socially or within their own family, to actually have the experience of having other needs not met. So just because somebody's physical needs are met does not mean that their emotional, spiritual, and mental needs are being met. And there is this massive gaslight within society and also within homes where the physical needs of the children are met that everything is fine. All of, I have no idea what you're talking about, right? As if it's just enough to feed something and put a roof over its head. And another flavor of this could be a parent who is like totally absent or not involved, but you know, they'll get a birthday present or they'll get money uh, on Christmas. And there's just a feeling like that's not really what I want. I don't really ultimately care about your money. What I actually want is the intimacy, the closeness, the bond. And so these people can unconsciously sabotage their own ability to receive because there's so much of that pain that's actually wound up and getting conflated with the abundance. This person may unconsciously believe that if they actually go towards that success and abundance that they could become like those people or in some way they would be alone. Now, I want to say it's so interesting, right? Because what could cause one person to sabotage their ability to make money or receive money? That same situation for a different person could be the very thing that motivates them to be so financially secure that they never have to depend on anybody or never be powerless to them ever again. So for one person, it could stunt them in that feeling of powerlessness. And for another person, um, they could emotionally... Uh, be stuck in that powerlessness and that could show up in other areas of their life but they used that experience to make sure that they were independent hyper independent or hyper responsible or financially secure so to note that this is not black and white this is all very nuanced and totally depends on the person um, if you have had any of these experiences please share it down below. Uh, share with us how you overcame that. If you have a good relationship to financial abundance and material wealth now, uh, we'd love to hear if you resonated with some of this and you've overcome it. We'd love to know how. If you have any questions or you're struggling with something along the lines of this, I work with people in limiting beliefs and trauma and a bunch of different things. So you can reach out to me or leave a comment below and somebody from this community or myself will get back to you. All right, guys. See you around.